Hi, I'm Meredith. Hi, I'm Joseph, and you are listening to Are You Waiting for Permission? It's a podcast for those who don't want to wait any longer. Hi, Hi. Joseph. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Meredith Grande, it's tax season. Well, it's tax season for people who filed an extension. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so I let's, you have a few more days. I do. I am not. I have always been a, you know, gig worker. So I was like always a Schedule C, you know, for those who are into the tax lingo. And mm-hmm. um, my business started growing and I became wow. an LLC at the end of last year. And I, it's, I like numbers but I've never like paid attention to them quite in the same way that I am now. And it's very fascinating how unorganized I was. So I'm a Mm. little, I'm trying to organize my numbers and I uh, am also hiring a bookkeeper to get all of my stuff in line for next year, because I am not putting myself through this again. Well, I congratulate you on that. I know that there are so many that have a lot of, you didn't use this word, but I'm going to use it. Correct me if I'm wrong. But a lot of anxiety or maybe overwhelm or just like, oh, I don't want to do this. So I congratulate you on getting it done. And next year will be different. It will. I think it's important to understand and know where our zones of brilliance are. And my zones of brilliance are not with numbers. They never have been. And that's okay. I like them, though. I love putting the numbers down and seeing them grow. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> and I right. don't actually mind taking numbers away either, especially if it's for really great causes, or if it's stuff that's supporting me in my business or my family or my friends, I, I don't mind when that number goes down. It's, it's the, um, the frustration I feel when I'm not, when I know I'm not inherently good at something. It's mm-hmm. tough. It's uncomfortable, but it's okay. Well, I am going to ask you to mm-hmm. give yourself permission to suck at something. Oh, I but suck I know big. you're not that. I suck big. <laughs> That's going to be the What do you suck at, show. Joseph? What do you suck at? Oh, what do you give I, your permission? I'm giving myself permission to suck at. You know what is one thing that I'm like <laughs> clueless about is yeah. SEO and like how to be found on Google and Google AdWords, all of that stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's not in my zone of genius, but I do know what my zone of genius is. What? It's something that I absolutely love that comes naturally to me that is transformative for some people. And that's being a host for mm. people to come and stay with us at our retreat center. Yeah, you are a good host. I love that. Like even like I spend time like designing how the fruit goes in the fruit mm-hmm. bowl so that when I leave a note that says, welcome Meredith and Gary, that it sits just right. And I love all that stuff. You know what? I think that's mm-hmm. why we love each other. Because you love that too. Oh, I love that stuff too. And it's so funny. There's that piece, right? Where most people may not notice, but you notice, Mm. right? And there's an energy behind you noticing it and the love that you put into cultivating it, creating it, sculpting Mm -hmm. it, shaping it, presenting. How people feel. Yes. When they're welcomed into our space. Yes. So they you may know, not people, notice the details, but they feel it is what my point is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And guess mm-hmm. what? What? We have no guest today. That's why we just keep talking. I know. I know. There's nobody here, but you and me, unless somebody pops in. 
Well, I want to dedicate this show to my friend, Len, Len Maceo. Can I do that? Oh, okay. Tell us why. Because he said, I just want to hear you and Joseph talk. Oh, Len, that's a nice <laughs> thing. Right? Sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. It's very sweet. I remember sweet. you telling me about him. He's in Colorado, right? Yes. He and his wife, uh, Lisa DeCaro, are a powerhouse couple. They mm-hmm. both have been coaching trial lawyers. I hope I got that right, Len and Lisa. And not only that, but they have successfully been these beautiful, uh, creative, artistic um, humans in the Colorado theater world and have done multiple things to really lift up the voices and create community within the theater uh, mm. the community there, not to sound redundant in Colorado. And they have Miner's Alley Playhouse and they're expanding and they're doing all of this fundraising. So, so let's I, dedicate the show to Lisa and Len, to both of them. Oh, heck yeah, Joseph, heck to Lisa yeah. and Len. Because I Len would be nothing without the Lisa. <laughs> you heard it here first, <laughs> listener. You heard it here first. So tell me what's going on in your life. What are you most excited about in your life today? Uh, I am really excited about, well, there's a couple of things. One is the growth of my business has been fun. I keep meeting really amazing Mm, human mm -hmm. beings in the world who are doing great, great things. Um, I'm also really, and this is funny. I know we're going back to taxes again, but I'm excited about giving a shit about those things more so than I have in the past, because I know we've had a couple guests on here who have talking about, who have talked about um, financial literacy and so forth. And I I feel like, yes, that is actually a form of advocacy is being able to be financially literate on multiple levels, because not only can you help yourself and especially us women helping ourselves be financially capable and independent, but it also helps us help others be financially capable and independent. And um, I think that's cool. Hmm. That's a beautiful segue to what I am not excited about right now. Which is what? (laughs) Um, Well, I wouldn't use the word excited. Can I use the word scared or intimidated that I was working last night on beginning that my new program that's going to start January 7th, 2023, and it's called Making Peace with Your Money. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have taught before a a one-day workshop called Creating Prosperity on Purpose, but this is expanded. This is six weeks of me working with people live on Zoom. And that's a little intimidating because there's a little bit of energy under and between and because of and in spite of money that people carry around. So I'm a little intimidated by that, but I'm giving myself permission to do something that is potentially in my zone of genius, but I'm still figuring it out. So oh, I think both. that's what's going to make that a brilliant course is because mm. I feel I feel often when we coaches or you know people who are facilitating workshops such as that, they lead with having it all figured out. And <laughs> I feel like And then there's Meredith and Joseph. Who are like, oh, I'm still fucking figuring this out. If you had it all know. figured it out, well then why <laughs> Like, I, so there's something really, I love what you just said, Joseph, because 
um, I don't need you to be perfect as a guide Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's something about the fact that you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable and say, I don't have all the answers, but I am here to help facilitate this journey so that you can figure it out. Cause I have figured some things out, right. But I'm mm-hmm. still growing right. too. I have, I have. Yes, we have. I remember teaching the, one of the first times I taught a marketing workshop um, to a group of artists and business owners. And, and I said, you know, every mistake that I'm talking about today, everything that is, you know, quote unquote, that I did wrong. I've done all of these mistakes, right? So no shame, no blame here. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, this woman, Margaret, came up to me and she said, don't tell us that you've made all these mistakes because we want to think that you're the the pro here. And for a second, I was a little like taken aback by that. I'm like, oh, did I say something wrong? And then I'm like, no, I think it's okay to say, I have not got it all figured out and we are all in this together. And I like facilitating that way because it gives people permission to relax, right? And and we're all in the same boat. It get, yeah, we are all in the same boat. And not only does it give people permission to relax, but it also helps you, you know, it's nice to be able to engage in a conversation and also as the facilitator be like, oh yeah. Actually, I was wrong there. Thanks for pointing that out. Tell me more. Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you, Meredith, that I am a person who doesn't have a lot of road rage. I drive a lot in a very small town, Mm -hmm. tiny streets. And anytime somebody does something, quote unquote, wrong, like they're going the wrong way down a one way street or they're blocking traffic, whatever it is, my first thought is I have done that, too. Whatever yes, they're d- doing, like they forgot to put their turn signal on or their beep, whatever they're doing. I'm like, yep, I have done that too. So I can't get angry at that. Go ahead. Well, you know, what's beautiful about that is that it's an improv mindset because there are rules. I'm doing air quotes. There are rules of the road, right? Like right. we know yeah. to stop yep. at the red light. There's roads designated where we drive on particular sides. We've got the side of the car that we drive on, depending on where in the world we live. There's rules. There's a container. But what we do with inside that container is all improvised. Mm. Right? It's different every day. And it's different every day. So you can choose to be not not to, you could be really tight and rigid in your thinking, or you could be like, oh, that person just ran a red light. And how is it that I can yes and this so that nobody gets hurt and that we keep moving and grooving Mm. forward? Versus when we hold on too tight and we're like, oh, that person ran a red light and I'm not moving. How dare they? Mm -hmm. That could actually Mm -hmm. cause further problems. Mm. Uh, the word that I've been using the last couple of weeks, I think I told you this, and I don't know how to pronounce the word. So there's that um, cacophony. Cacophony. You pronounce yeah. that beautifully. Okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. I say cac- the other way. Well, um, I mispronounce words all the like, time. Living where I live, it's a total cacophony because it's improvised every minute of every day because... Mm-hmm. You know, there are not a lot of road signs and there there's no traffic lights in my entire town and you don't even hear a car horn. So it's different. Okay. I'm done talking about me. Tell me about you. The New York car horn. (laughs) I love that people honk just for the sake of honking in New York. It's funny. (laughs) It's like, you'll see that it's grid. There was a few weeks ago. There was, it was more than a few weeks ago, but there was this major rainstorm and uh, I had to walk to go pick up my daughter from her camp. And it was gridlock. The subways had been shut down because there was Mm. so much water rushing into the subway. And, um, (laughs) 
I just started laughing because I was like, why are you all fucking honking your horns? You see that there is absolutely nowhere to go. It's nobody's fault. Fault. And how is this helpful? Like I mm. felt, I felt, um, actually being a pedestrian, I felt like my, like a little scared that somebody was going right. to get really ticked yeah. off and, and, you know, cut off the intersections where people could walk. But um, yeah, it just, it's, there's some humor to that. I think that I love uh, that when you said it's nobody's fault because we are often on the outlook for who to blame here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exhausting. So right? exhausting. We always find somebody like, Oh, it's Trump's fault or, Oh, it's my mother's fault or, Oh, it's my next door neighbor's fault. Right. Wow. Can we let that go even for five minutes today? Yeah. It's that intersection of choice. You have a choice mm. to be happy <laughs> or sit in it, or you have a, mo- you have a choice to, to be angry and impatient and, mm. Yeah, yeah. you have choice in that in that situation. I wrote a blog post two weeks ago. I'm talking about me again. Okay, I'm going to stop. I wrote a blog post <laughs> two weeks ago that my favorite word in the English language is choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a life coach, I really like to uh, dance with that torch song of we are at choice. We are at choice. Hey, what do you mm-hmm. do on the day after Thanksgiving, Meredith Grundying? <laughs> Besides eating leftovers and yeah, finding cranberry sauce in your um, favorite linen tablecloth. My linen tablecloth. Oh, I took some. I brought some home. I didn't have any, but I know that made snow. I have a house I'm selling and I have my linen tablecloths that were my grandmother's mm. and oh. Gary's mom's. And so we get we actually get to use one this year. Um, yes, we're doing a potathon. I don't know what that is. Well, you made it up. Oh, right. Jerry Lewis he used to do the telethons, mm-hmm. right? Right. He did. So we're doing a potathon, you and me, from 10 a.m. Eastern time till 10 p.m. Eastern time. Whoa, that's a long time. That's a lot of time. I hours. had an idea that I wanted to run oh. by you, and I'm going to do it here on our podcast. Are you ready for it? I'm absolutely ready. I want to do a call out to somebody who is scared out of their gourd to be on a podcast. Who's like, I have nothing interesting to say. I don't, I don't even know how to get on a podcast. I'm afraid. I, I want someone who wants to step forward and bravely say, I want to be a part of your podathon. I've never been on a podcast before and I'm super uncomfortable asking you. Great. And can we also do a shout out to somebody who wants to do their own podcast and they're scared of doing it? And we can have that person on too. Because we sure we have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything else you're scared of and you want to talk about it on here, you just call us. Reach okay, out. This is I won't thought. answer, but you can text me. You can send mm. it for your pigeon. You can email us at meredithjoseph at gmail.com. You can bug my husband about it. Send him random text messages, whatever you need to do to get a hold of us. Is carrier pigeons, is that still a thing? I think it should be if yeah. it's not. <laughs> We're bringing it back. Bring back the carrier pigeon. Yeah. X messages when you can send a bird. Message in a, yeah, or a bottle. Message in a bottle. Right. Put that in the New York. I'm by the Hudson. Yeah. (laughs) Just send it down the Hudson. I'm sure it won't get lost in everything else. It won't. No. This is how people are going to be communicating in the the days and months to come. It is. 
Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay, well, I'm looking so- forward to that. I'm super excited. And I just hope that I don't have to take too many bathroom breaks because I have a really tiny bladder. <laughs> I do too. Would you just wear a diaper? That's what they do on New Year's <laughs> Eve here in New York they City. They do? Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know if they do. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're downtown yeah, and you're watching the ball drop and yeah, you, you see all those leave. thousands of people. People say, did you see the ball drop? Me like, no, I was in line for the bathroom. That's that's the stupid thing. You don't want to no, do that. No, you want to wear a diaper. Just wear a diaper. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard that that's what people need to do. So if you're coming okay. for New Year's Eve to New York City, bring your diapers. Can I make a recommendation? A great conversation. Yeah. What? You know that I am an environmentalist and could people, pray tell, use re- reusable diapers instead of all the millions and millions of plastic diapers that end up in a landfill? Maybe they could do that on New Year's Eve. Okay. Okay. I'm glad. This is- <laughs> Thank you. Len and Lisa, this is such a compelling conversation. This, okay. We are thinking of you and, and we're we sending are. lots of love to Colorado. So can I tell you something I'm excited about? Yes. You can say anything. Okay. I am excited about my business, the, the growth of my business, which is great. And I, I've mm. been really working with a lot of people one-on-one, as you know, and I work with people in organizations on being more confident, credible speakers. And sometimes I, I get people from other countries, which is fantastic. And I love that I'm attracting people who want to be stronger public speakers and English might be their second language. And so I'm developing a program to kind of help people out in that way. It's going to be a training module and I'm going to launch it January 1st. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's super soon. I know. (laughs) I know. It's ambitious, but I'm, you know, you got to just groove on things when you... We have the idea. I've already, it's, I, I think it's about a quarter of the way done. I okay. just have to record all the videos. Three. Remember, yeah. shorter is better when it comes to modules. Shorter is better. Oh, I know. Okay. And I'm working. So, uh-huh. you know what I heard that I haven't heard before? Maybe yeah. you've said it 29,000 times and I didn't hear it. Uh-huh. Credible. You said confident and credible speakers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big word. There's Tell me more. Tell me more how that, why that resonated with you. So we can be confident speakers, right? We can get up in front of an audience or be on a Zoom call or work with a client and have confidence. But the other part of it is how credible the people, our listeners are, are seeing us. Are we a credible source for this? Mm. So mm-hmm. I don't want to bring in the judgment of it, but I do want to bring in the part that we, we're bringing value right, mm-hmm. to people when we're credible. And I mm-hmm. love that you included that in part Thank of you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Have you used that word before in your marketing? It's all over my marketing. If you want to be a more confident and credible speaker, mm. inspire or educate any audience. Inspire or educate any audience. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I take your confidently speaking class on Wednesdays. Did you know that? <gasps> I did. And it's, I love it when you're there. <laughs> it's amazing. So Thank folks, you. if you don't know about Confidently Speaking with Meredith Grundy, it happens at 3 p.m. Central Time. So that's 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday. And people show up from all over the world. And we have a lot of fun. We do <laughs> have a lot of fun. There are giggles every time. There that. really um, are. And yes. can I tell you what most impresses me? Hmm. Is... 
that I get to witness, and each of us gets to witness this in each other, that we can sometimes go from being intimidated as speakers to being really amazing and to yeah. witness that growth in other people. I'm speak I'm thinking, you know, of course, of Tina in this particular mm-hmm. situation. She wouldn't mind that shout out. And um to go from, oh, I don't know what I'm doing to, hey, I'm really owning this. That's so powerful. And that's because of you. That's a reflection of your coaching oh. and the community that you have created inside of Confidently Speaking. So a puzzle to you, my love. Thank love. you. Thank truly, you. Truly, and, truly, truly. And I just have to also, you know, applaud since we brought up Tina, like she is on fire. She's releasing mm. a book. She's giving a, a, she's doing a book launch where she's speaking for mm. 10 minutes that she put together this really amazing story that she's presenting. And listener, a 10 minutes talk is a lot harder than you might think. It, yes. There's a lot that goes into that. A lot that goes into that. And, and I, I want to say that when I notice change in my clients, it's because they are committed to the change and seeing that change happen. They do the exercises, they show up, they do the work, they get uncomfortable and they are a hundred percent in. And those are the clients that I see are just like, uh, have grown tremendously. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that I've seen grown, grow tremendously. And, th- and then I have clients that sometimes it's just in- inherently they're already good. They're, they have, they're just, now they're looking for more of that um, performative, authentic polish, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's fun for me because it's like directing a, a solo show, kind of. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That commitment factor, Meredith, I can speak for myself that sometimes I get committed to things and sometimes I quit things. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's Okay. But I feel 122% better about myself when I'm committed to things. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes I have to quit because I get tired or it's not working or I change my mind or I want to pivot. But when I stay committed to something, and um, this morning I had a chance to watch my art video. Mm-hmm. So I hired someone on Fiverr to put an art video together to kind of show my it's kind of like a retrospective more or less. And I just sat and watched that this morning. And I was like, I am so fucking committed to my art process. 23 years later, mm. never abandon it. And I love it. And I want to say for our listener that sometimes we stay committed to things that we love, but it's also okay to stay committed to things that we're ambivalent about too. Hmm. Like we don't have to dive in deeply to everything. Sometimes it's like, you know what? I'm not so sure where this is going to go, but I'm still willing to show up. And so I. So, what is an example? What's an example of something in your life that you feel you're ambivalent ambivalent about? Hmm. I would say that. Oh my God! There's so many projects I'm working on right now, Meredith. And um, okay, so here's one. Mm-hmm. I will. Um, be transforming my studio that I've loved every minute of for the past 11 years into an Airbnb space. I'm a little ambivalent about that because I won't be able to work whenever I want to. I mean, I go down there at 1130 Mm. at night and start working. That will not be happening when it's an Airbnb space. I'm ambivalent about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see where it goes. 
I can always change my mind later, right? Be yeah. Like, you know what? Take that couch and that dining room table and that bed out of here. I'm going to go work with my things, my objects. What are you well, ambivalent I, about? What am I ambivalent about? Right now, what I'm ambivalent about? That's a really good question. I have usually I have like a gazillion projects at one time, but I've been very focused on on mm. pretty much just right. one right now. And of course, uh, I will be uh, going back to looking at my one woman show and further developing that because there's still things that I want to do with it. So, father so I wouldn't say I'm yeah. Um, yeah, nothing further. I would, I wouldn't say that I'm ambivalent about that. It's just kind of put on, it's on hold right now until the video mm-hmm. gets done right, editing. Right. right. You're prioritizing. Um, yeah. I'm prioritizing. I think, uh, yeah, most of the things I'm in right now, I'm pretty clear about mm. where they need to be. Clarity is gorgeous. Yeah, that feels good. Right. That feels good. And I'm pretty much like when I want to get something done, I just go do it. Like I wasn't happy with my bathroom and I completely redid it this last oh. weekend. Whoa, this weekend. That's amazing. I just, hey, I'm totally pretty clear it. that I have to close because what? my husband's going to be using this microphone now to do some voiceover work. And he has an audition. So I have to close. Okay. Well, this was a really fun conversation that went by really fast. <laughs> Imagine how 12 hours is going to go. I think 12 hours is going to go by so incredibly fast that mm-hmm. we're going to like be like, I didn't, I mean, it's only felt like an hour. So we have a call out to people who, one person who is dearly afraid of being on a podcast, yeah. another person who is afraid or unsure about how to do a podcast. Yeah. And we can bring invite it. those people in. Yeah. Yeah, just email us at Meredith Joseph. Meredith is M-E-R-I-D-I-T-H, Joseph, J-O-S. Spell the rest of it. E. T-H. <laughs> at Gmail. I know you haven't seen my name written a lot. Dot okay. com. I'm kidding. Meredithjoseph okay. at gmail.com. Thank um, you, this listener, was really for fun. being here. And this show has been dedicated to Lisa and Lynn. Bye. Bye. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Are You Waiting for Permission? If you like what you heard, please like, comment, subscribe, and leave us a review. We would sure appreciate it. Also, we want to give a special shout out to Amy Shelley and Gary Grandi of High Fiction for letting us use their music in this podcast. All right, my friends, until next week. Bye.